Other kingdoms are constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevoy sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevoy seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone to let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 8. Okay, so tell me about Caelan's exciting level up. Ah, yes. So he has um, gained a point in base attack bonus. Yep. Um, a low, low roll on the hit points. Um, so he's up, to, he's up to 57. Yep. Um, he has spent his skill points on speaking silver. Yep. And then he put the spare two into um, knowledge engineering and ride, which he is maxing every level, so... Uh, spare two. Yep. Four, four skill points. It's expensive learning silver. But you know what you need if you're trapped in the fake kingdoms? You need to be able to speak, speak silver. What's, what's your end? Uh, yeah, 12. Right, yeah, okay, so you're already getting 4. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, believe me, I know if I was getting more. Fair enough. And... Oh, sweet, that's worked out perfectly. That's good. And um, I know exactly what I'm doing with my attribute points when I get them. And then he took mounted attack... He took mounted combat as a speed. And that was the whole thing. Level to go at light frill. Yep. Welcome to being a fighter. Yep. That's why I'm glad I only mean, this is the last level I need to be one. So Although I've definitely queued it up well because there's only five knights of thorns levels, but I do want to take another fighter level next level I get all the cool fighter stuff. Other people? Yes. If you would like to know? Tell me about other people. Uh, so Michaela did stuff. I can't know anything about what she did. Stuff. Okay. Huh? Um, Tristan went out and bought himself some gloves of Dex plus two at yep. some point in the Kingdom Month. Yep. Um, uh, both all the skills on the show, I, I believe, exceeds your ride now by virtue of having higher Dex. Grrr. Alright. Mine's 12. 13. Damn him and his archers. Yes, yes, with his decks going up. Yeah, yeah. Well, it admittedly, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a class skill for bards, right? No, it isn't. No, it isn't. But he's um, spent a trait on it. I oh, spent a trait on it. Okay, yeah. If it's one of his special, so it is a max class skill for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. 
that's about all what you think it is. I mean, it makes uh, sense. I mean, we're pretty. It's a pretty horse-heavy campaign, and he's, he's a son of the aristocracy. He can now cast another second-level spell per day for two. Count him two. Woohoo! Hey, that's not nothing. That means he can both do a he- moderate heal and turn somebody invisible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which means he can turn himself invisible and then moderately heal me, which I'm in favour of. Corwin got, you know, his his pettiest skill points. Um, <laughs> He gained a third level spell and a second level spell. Ooh. Uh, which he is taking Invisibility Purge and Sound Burst as his standard loadout. Good choices. Those are excellent spells. Um, and, yeah, that's, that's the cleric. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, feats they got as well. Oh, yes. Uh, Michaela got a thing. Yeah. Um, Tristan got Rapid Shot. Of course he did. Archer. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, you, you never have to sit at home and ponder what you want to do with your feats when you're an archer. You, you always know. You can probably guess what Corwin did. No, actually. Uh, took care of Destiny again. Oh, really? That's hilarious. <laughs> yes. So he now has a default of six hero points. Okay. <laughs> he really doesn't want any, you know, anyth- anything other than... His feats are Hero of Destiny, Hero of Destiny, and Hero of Destiny. Okay, fair enough. He doesn't yeah. even want to take the better rerolls. No, no, there is logic. Okay. Uh, well, it makes more sense now I know him a bit better, but still. Bryn. Yes. Uh, had a fabulous level. Ah, uh, the, the spe- was it a spe- extra special monk level, was it? Uh, got uh, 10 foot more movement. Sweet. A total of 50. Yep. Um, saves base attack, etc, etc, etc. A pile of skill points that went about where you'd think they went. Um... Gained improved trip as a bonus feat. Oh, shiny. Um, gained something I haven't actually written on the character sheet under her special abilities. Uh, uh, my character sheet, she's going to run out of special ability slots pretty soon. Uh, gained something called key focus. Key K-I. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, which essentially allows her to use stunning fist and a bunch of other monkey things she doesn't have yet through weapons as well as her unarmed strikes. Right, so if she attacks with her little um, cut, yeah, it's not totally relevant. But, yeah. Uh, and took toughness as her base feat for 6th level. Oh, good stuff. So that should that should make a substantive improvement in the hit points. Yep. Well, she jumps 6 hit points immediately. Yeah. That. And... What's her hit point total now? 56. Ooh, that's not a bad effort. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one under me, and I've got um, I've, I've got mostly fighter levels yeah, and yes. three con bonus. I, I believe she has the distinction of having rolled high on every single dice, right? <laughs> yeah. Which would put her, you know, four to five hit points ahead of the curve style of thing. Yeah. And that is that. That's a them. Yep. And. Bryn has money, Corwin has moderate amounts of money, Michaela only owes the party to to slightly over 2,000 gold. Well done, Michaela. Uh, And Tristan has just blown four grand, so he's no longer as rich as Croesus. Does he still have money? Oh yes, quite comfortably. Yes, Corwin could also afford gloves of something if he so desperately desired them, but for, you know, a huge chunk of his money. Yeah, yeah. Yes, well, certainly I think um, I find it very plausible that Michaela is spending her pennies um, 
to try and improve his stat things and Corwin is saving his pennies for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. We didn't make him the treasurer for nothing. Alright. Yeah. Whereas, you know, really, Michaela might be able to do treasurer, but certainly with with Kaelin in charge, the kingdom is arguably already spending, spending all its, as, as an able assistant, spending all of its money on cool things. But that is all of them. Yes. So, when you are good, yep. we cut back in. Yes. What were we doing last? Where's uh, my calendar? We had the month of Erodius. We had Founders Day. We built Olega's store. Closed Candlemere. I dated Bryn. We fought a hodag. Good to see where the priorities lie. It was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I got, finally got to go on that date. So, you pursued, um, you, you found, and presumably, a Grogger's kingdom. We, we, so I certainly hope there aren't two full cities full of pissy, dro- pissy trolls in the bottom of my kingdom, so I'm hoping that's where it is. <laughs> yep, I've got that on the map. Yep. And... That is... Yeah, so where specifically did we leave it? Uh, so, um... You'd come back up to tell it, tell, to tell everyone about Hagrolka. Yeah, um, then Tristram and I went back down and fought the Hodag. Fought Hodag yeah. um, and, yes, and then we jumped ahead to you finish the... You, you finish the Hodag. Yeah, so we were still... So I believe you, your intent was that you still wanted to be roaming the wilderness with Tristan. I was thinking about still roaming the wilderness with Tristan so I could do the... whether, I, whether yeah. Trying to decide whether or not to try and sort out the quickling thing. And at some point heading back to see Stars and Arlen to yep. prove the Hodag business. Yeah, so... Let's see here. So we're one heck south of where we need to be. At which point it does seem worth having a go. Yes, that's right. Okay, so yes. So, um, the conception is so... At which point it's... Um, although it, it is going to make my diplomacy easier, though I've um, now more or less picked up Sylvan. Mm-hmm. But for the purposes of narrative convenience, we'll state that I'm still out here with Tristram. I'm just able to communicate myself as well as working through him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what... Um, so, um, what I'm going to... So, the plan is to... Go north to the ruined keep. Yep. Um, where we are going to basically, Kaelin's got a big armful of iron bars to repair the door. We are going to stand outside the ruined keep and essentially call out and give her to talk to the cr- quickling outside rather than breaking into his house as he didn't take that very well last time. Mm-hmm. And endeavour to diplomatise him into um, letting us volunteer to repair his door and try and diplomatise him into. Um, letting us poke around and see what's in it. Um, if he tries to brutally kill us while we're outside his building, Kaelin will consider that free permission to um, try and get murder him. So, you will find quite easily as you approach the front gate, Yeah. the, the portcullis is still broken, however, you can see some distance off in front of it, there is now a sign erected that wasn't there before. Ah! Okay, we'll go up and look at the sign. Um... So it reads it reads humans stay out. 
Yep. This cape belongs to her Grolka's monster kingdom. Ah. Um, the only thing of any particularly compelling note about it is you you actually can't read this. Tristan can, however. It's written in Draconic rather ah. than Sylvan or Taldane. Does seem like an odd choice because that's not troll speak giant, right? Correct. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes they speak. Oh, me troll. Oh, yeah. 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 Just sometimes they speak very poor Taldane. Yeah. Yeah. But the it's not a Hagrolkan language or a. Um, it is not. That's weird. Take take that for what it's worth. It says there, humans yep. stay out. This this keep is part of Hagrolkan's monster kingdom. Yeah. Right. You are welcome if you so desire to make survival checks to endeavour to guess at the comparative age of the signs uh, thing. Um, yes. You have a pretty good idea that it's obviously within the last it, several months. Yeah, it, it's certainly dates But it's actually been a while since you, since you were back here. Yes, it has. Um, 14 on the age of sign check. Okay, so you think it was actually comparatively recent, like within the last month or so? Yeah. It is not particularly weather-worn or anything like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll, um, I have to say, well, that wasn't there last time. No. A grok is monster kingdom, humans down. Interesting, it's, it's written in Draconic. It does seem like an odd choice, I can't figure that myself. It's not something that Quicklands are familiar with by default, although there's no reason that a sufficiently learned one couldn't sit down with some books and learn it. Yeah, well, I mean, um, they're they're relatively intelligent uh, uh, creatures, as I understand it. Oh, that's what Tristan spends his interesting skill point on. Now he speaks the unspeakable tongue. Awesome. (laughs) The language. That should make it much easier to unleash uh, unleash whatever evil forces. You know, I'm really not at all... I'm sorry that he's sad, and I'm sorry about the Order of the Silver Twilight being sad, but I'm not at all sorry I filled in Candlemere. We've got the guy all ready to unleash unspeakable horrors on us living right here in the kingdom for convenience. <laughs> anyway, so, well, Cameron says none of this, of course. Mm-hmm. It's, um, well, <sighs> I don't see any reason we can't still go ahead and see if he's amenable to reason. I mean, um, as long as we don't go inside, we're not violating the sign, not if I, I feel myself particularly bound by the sign. Besides, technically not technically not applying to me. I love my orcish blood. Okay, so um, Kaling will um, call up. Um, actually, what he will do first is um, dig out his iron bars and plonk them down in front of him. Yeah. In a um. Yeah. For a certain point, you look. We have cold iron. We can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, th- there's no. Re- is it, you know, the last time we were here, we both tried to stab each other. The um, and you know, it's evil. The, the diplomacy is always going to be off to a shaky start, even before I found out he'd allied with Hrogrolka. But nonetheless, anyway, for all I know, he hasn't allied with Hrogrolka. Maybe Hrogrolka put the sign up. Maybe Hrogrolka's killed her quickly. Hello, um, Teldane, and then Sylvan. Hello. Hello. Uh, 
Okay, so let me just see what answer you receive. From yes. This. And Galen obviously doesn't have any weapons out at this point. Although, unsurprisingly, he is clanking with them as he traditionally is. Uh, My goal is that, like, it, it can talk to me from the top of the, the building, the castle, if it wants. It doesn't have to come down here. There is no particular response to this. Uh, okay. Alright. Um, Kaelin moves up to the gateway. You're welcome to make me a listen check if you so desire, but... Um, I'm about to move up to the gateway and peer inside. I'd rather make it then. Yep, by all means. I peer inside the gateway, and I make a listen check. Ooh, and I actually roll quite well. Fourteen. Good old single point and listen. Um... You hear nothing in particular. Yep, and there's no sign of anybody. Um, not at a, not at a glance around. What you see, you, this is, you actually haven't had a particularly good look in here. Yeah. So you have a particularly good look now. Yep. Um, so looking through the, essentially taking half a dozen yep. steps through the main gate and having a look around, um, you can see the courtyard. There is this large tower in the centre of it. Um, and the courtyard itself is just overgrown with bushes, undergrowth, several relatively sizable trees, uh, everything, all the tower is draped with vines, little plants everywhere and things. Um, and there are one, two, three, four outer towers in various um, degrees of health and ruin. Yep. Um, but there is nothing terribly obvious left around for you. Yep. So, um... But that's, you're, you're not searching this here or anything, that's just look around, trees, trees, nothing jumps out and stabs me. Cool. Alright, um, so I will go back, pick up my arm bars and pack them away for the moment as, um, yep. not being relevant to the immediate conversation, or I will just leave them out. And then, um, well, try one more time. Anybody home and wants to talk? Still deafening silence? Still deafening silence. Oh well. Might as well take a poke around the place. We can always try diplomacy if anything jumps out at us. Although you're, you're pretty confident that um, if there's stuff happening inside the towers, you're not necessarily going to hear it. No, but... Um, all that thick stone and everything. All I'm endeavouring to do is make the point that... Um, you know, we're asking before coming in. If nobody, um, if nobody responds, as far as I know, all the inhabitants are dead and... There's no harm in me having a poke around. So, yes. So, main tower, courtyard overgrown with bushes. Yep, and four, um, four outer towers. And four little guard towers. Alright, we might as well go take a look at one of the guard towers for a start. Yeah, so you have the... The closest one, the leftmost one... Just uh, so, so there, there is actually points of distinction. Yep. Um, so, are you actually going to take a poke around in the courtyard first, or just head? Uh, no, take a poke around the courtyard first. Okay. So, I mean, I, I brought Tristan yep. to an Elven ruin. I imagine he wants to investigate everything. Oh, oh my, yes. 
Here we are, kid. It's not all random. Gra- it's not all random grasslands. It's, it's quite remarkable. Even with thousands of years, the vines and the nature still haven't managed to crack their way through all of the stonework. They certainly built it to last. Um, so there are actually some points of obvious distinction as you walk around the outer things. Um, the northeast tower is heavily open to the sky. It's missing about a quarter off the top of it. Um, and is quite badly overgrown. Um, the southeast tower, um, I actually could have given you knowledge of engineering, I suppose, for sign details as well as survival. That's all right, though. The, um... Um, the southeast tower has, you, you'd immediately recognise this, um, has a wooden door that doesn't fit the construction of the rest of the keep, it's and is, is comparatively new. Somebody yeah. has built this deliberately and put it on. Um, the... was missing. The third tower um, looks like it has collapsed in on itself and a lot of rubble has fallen in. Yeah. Um, can you make me a knowledge engineering check? I can. I get a 16. Yeah. Uh, you think it is very possible, based on how it's fallen in, that stuff has survived in the lower levels. Yeah. It hasn't been exposed to the elements and worn away like the northeast tower. It's just had a collapse like something very strong has hit it from the top and it's gone to crunch down on itself. But if you dug all that crap away, there might actually be lower levels and you could still access. Interesting. You're, you're talking a good, like, our good good couple of hours heavy labour here. Yeah. But doable. Quite quite doable. It's, it's yeah. only a matter of work. Um, and the Northwest Tower um, it stretches high up into the sky. It is heavily vined all over the place. Um, you can't see a door at a gl- at a at a look. Uh, however, it is very obvious that there are skulls woven into the vines at several points all the way around it. Right. That does appear to be sending a pretty clear message. Um, and as you're having a poke around, can you make a search check? Yep. I'm making an assist to Tristram search. Uh, and I pull off a plus two for him. So Tristan looks around. Yeah, as I say, well, some of these places are clearly inhabited, or they have been more recently. If you look at the construction of the door, and, and well, uh, the elves weren't much for displaying skulls ritualistically, nor do I think they would have lasted over the time. But what's, what interests me is the patterns of trees. I mean, you can see the growth everywhere in here, but it still hasn't made it through the walls, it hasn't encroached on the towers. and uh, Although that tree looks like it's been more recently disturbed. Hmm. Goes over and starts poking round at a bush. Then, oh! 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 Oh no. Oh, this is terrible. We'll go over and have a look at what he's looking at. Uh, There is a dead quickling sitting there. Ah. (laughs) It has been not so much... It it has been very loosely buried in the sense that someone has put it under this bush and thrown some branches on top of it. Um, It's pretty obviously dead. And it has no stuff on it of any capacity. And it is, as far as you can tell, the same one you saw last yep. time you were here. Yep. Caelan restrains himself from grinning openly, but, you know, uh, um, and endeavors, uh, but his, his lack of heartbreak is um, probably apparent to the, to the um, observer. But, um, well, that's a shame, kid. Um, 
So, what do we want to bury him a bit more proper? That's um, that's not much of an attempt. I'll just take maybe just take a look at him first, see if we can work out what killed him. Oh, of course. Uh, is that untrained? That might have been the death. Yeah, <laughs> untrained heel. That is an untrained heel. Jake. Tristan fails to assist you. Yeah, it's cool. I've got awesome healing. Oh, I got a net, I got a thirteen. But when I want to stabilize a bandit. <laughs> I think that's the only time I've ever just lost prisoners. I mean, it did not fail to take prisoners like that. Being too sucky to stabilize. Um, you think, based off what you can see on him, um, that he doesn't appear to have a lot of signs of um, weapon damage or anything like that. There doesn't appear to be a lot of blood. Um, your guess is that he's been killed by magic, although what kind you couldn't say but for example it's, it's, been enough t- it's been enough time that like any burns probably decayed away or something So it could like you, you can't draw a effect him when he's been fireballed yeah. versus he's been death touched or whatever you just yeah. get he, he wasn't really stabbed so much yeah so the courtyard is stones at the base right there's little plants and trees growing in it pretty but, much yeah alright so um I think, um, and there's no real... Are there any, like, spots where the stoners have been worn away and it's just bare earth? Uh, not that you've seen, but but the vast majority of it is heavily overgrown. Yep, so that would be kind of hard to spot. Alright, what I'm going to do is just look for a nice spot in the courtyard that would be a good little grave. Um, mo- most obviously you could take him, you know, 100 metres outside. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. So we'll, we'll take him outside and find a nice tree or something to bury him under. Kale will dig out his burying shovel. He is um, extremely practiced at this and only needs a sm- to dig out a small grave. And um, we'll set up a little stone marker, I think. Of course, just reads quickly, because we don't know. Yep. It never actually got to introductions. What with the, him stabbing us and all. He had a name, though. Yeah. Yes, you do. No problem. Cool. So nothing occurs, no one interferes with your... Um, burial, Project Burial. With Project Burial. Project yep. Runway. Um, so at that point we'll give um, Tristan a little bit of time to, um, you know, be upset mm-hmm. before um, we go back in and have a poke around the ruin. This is just tragic. Uh, I mean, do you think Hedrogli killed him? Or, or had him killed? Well, to I mean, be... He probably wouldn't surrender his tower to them if only we'd gotten a chance to talk with him first. Um, I'm sure he could have been reasoned with. If um, if he'd been hit with a big old club or stabbed, I'd have been pretty sure it was Hagroka. But uh, the it, as far as I can tell, he was killed. He, he might have been killed with some kind of magic or something of that ilk. And while it's certainly possible, um, now Hagroka had unusual attributes for a troll, but that was like he was unusually intelligent. He was unusually intelligent and unusually well-dressed. But I had like a top hat. It had a monocle and things. things. Yeah, which is pretty weird. But I didn't see any evidence per se that he was a cast... I mean, he might have been, but it, that didn't come up in the no, conversation. No, you, you did not, but neither did you see any evidence was, against uh, it. it. Like, I, he wasn't wearing heavy was armour or anything like that. I, I, was, I remembered weird for a troll, and I was just trying to remember if it actually came up at some point that he wasn't fat. No, it, it, it was his, his manner of dress, yeah. which actually could well fit with being an arcane spellcaster. It certainly wouldn't rule it out, yeah. 
Yeah, no, there's no technical reason beyond the um. Like troll sorcerers are pretty uncommon. Troll wizards are almost unheard of because they're too stupid for it. On the other hand, he was remarkably intelligent just for a troll, troll. and if that's all you need, yeah. No, um, I mean it's it's possible Hagrogor or one of his it, it, he he is doing some unusual things. It's possible he, he or one of his boys is a caster, but um, looking at the way these towers are, I think maybe we've got multiple different kinds of inhabitants. Mm-hmm. In which case, I think he might have had a fight with one of the. I'm guessing his is the Skull Tower, but I might be wrong about that. But um, I'm thinking he might have had a fight with either had a fight with one of the inhabitants or someone else broke in here and um, made away with them. Mm-hmm. Can't be sure anyway. We can, but we can have a bit more of a poke around ourselves and see what we can find. So where are you burying him? Like a couple of hundred metres out, right at the foot of one of the towers, the, the outside of one of the towers, etc. Yeah, that sounds nice. We'll Just do... in terms of what's happening while you're doing this. Yeah, we'll bury him outside the um, outside the Skelly Tower. Yep. So when you come back around to the hole in the portcullis, um, there are three skulls that weren't there before, sitting, ding, 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 um... Not physically barring the way, you could trivially step yeah, over them. But, sitting, but filling the hole, effectively creating a barricade. But they're, but they're just sitting on the floor, right? Yeah, yeah. one, yeah. two, three, sitting yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Um, but but they are set up in such a way that they are... Um, Menacing? Yeah, yeah, essentially the, the door... <laughs> they're, they're creating... Like a little doorway of skulls, that yep. kind of thing. You could just step over them. They're no physical bar to your passage, but the messages. Yeah. You know, they're, they're right in the doorway where the portcullis should be blocking you. Yeah. Um, Kellen will crouch down and have an examine with the skulls, um, given that they're right in front of him. Um, any notion on what species? Human or animal? Uh, Humanoid or animal? Make me a heel check. Uh, nine. Uh, you're pretty sure humanoid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell what or when. Yeah. Although presumably a long time ago, given that they're skulls. Yeah, well, yeah. long enough for them to be skulls, but yeah. that's, you know, years versus centuries, that yeah. sort of thing. Well, I think that's a pretty clear message to keep out. Well, that's just fascinating. I mean, did they move themselves? Did someone move them? I suppose we wouldn't have seen them from the tower. No, but from, I'm from outside the walls. No, I'm I'm sure someone moved them. I am. Um, although Kellen will poke one of the skulls. It doesn't bite his finger or anything, does it? It flies up in the air. Ah! You poke it, and it goes and floats up in front of you, um, and then you hear a hissing sort of whisper. Coming not from the skull, but almost like someone is standing directly behind you, whispering in your ear, Get out! Until then. Uh, Kellen will yank his hand back. Uh, sorry. The skull continues to just remain suspended in the air. It doesn't move, its jaws don't start flapping yeah. or anything like that. Uh, hello? Get out! This place is for the dead, and the dead Kellen's eyes, eyebrows rise. Uh, Tristram? 
want to shed any kind of light on on what we're looking at here? Well, let's let's back up a couple of paces for the moment. Well, that's that's just fascinating. And he will start waving his arms and casts softly. Yep. Does he take my advice and back up a couple of steps? No, he doesn't. Ah, uh, it's fine. In which case, Kaelin will kind of stay backed up, but also remain with it. No, no, uh, not too far, not too far away. Yeah, no, Tristan fails a wisdom check and proceeds with his master plan. That's right. Mm-hmm. Doubtlessly get away through this. Um, so that's fascinating. Uh, waves his hands, mutters something. Rupert, Rupert, and. You see no presence yeah, yeah. or anything, as he presumably casts Unseen Servant. Yeah. Unseen servant. Uh, could you bring me that? And the skull goes tug, tug, tug slightly towards you. And you're sort of watching this invisible tug of war. The skull is going back and forward like this. Ah, equally strong. Yeah, that's about what I'd expect. Wait. Well, there's another Unseen Servant holding the skull up. Oh. So someone's in there, someone's cast that spell. Death will come upon you if you do not flee this place. Whoever you are, probably get a bit further if you'd actually talk to us. Oh, that would be message. Well, he must be able to see us from somewhere. Yep. I, I, it's a few, it's, it's maybe a hundred feet or more. Sounds like he's whispering in your ear. I can hear it too. So he must be able to see us. It's not appearing in your head. It's literally your voice is appearing next to your ear and going, whispering to you. But can he hear us? Uh, Hello? You hear us? Get out, lest you die. Death, death comes for you. This place kills all who enters it. Well, that's a pretty clear go away message. You can roll me if you so desire. Uh, since Martin. Awesome. Six. Yep. You receive no further information from the GM, draw whatever conclusion you desire. Yep. Um, Does Tristan get any bit? No. Oh. He actually does, in fact, substantially worse. Yep. Uh, and a wisdom check. Is the other one? No. Not from Tristan. Uh, 23. And not from you. Continue. Really? That wasn't too, that wasn't too bad. Yeah, no. Right, that's it's right. A relatively high one. Right, yep, fair enough. Uh. And, and, and then Tristan says, oh, all right, Rupert, let him have it. And the skull is released from the tug of war. Because essentially the two unseen servants will have exactly equal mediocre strength. Because they're both the same kind of construct. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's essentially like watching two very weak babies fight over yeah. a battle because they're both strength two. Huh? You know, they can quite comfortably lift the skull, but that's about it. Well... I kind of want to go in and poke around. I mean, I I, I don't want to um, fight anybody any offhand, but I'm not necessarily... If he, if he doesn't want to talk, talk, I don't think we're going to succeed in negotiating with him. What do you think? Uh, well, uh, we, we represent the kingdom... Of Stagthorn, he, he calls out yeah. to the courtyard and the towers at large. You know, in a very big, yeah. loud voice at this point. Um, we, we, he pauses, sort of leans over to whisper to you more quietly. 
Uh, do, do we technically come in peace? I mean... We don't want to fight anybody who doesn't want to fight us. Are we... I suppose we're not formally at war with Hagrokka's kingdom. No. No, I mean, unless he's... As far as we know, whoever lives here hasn't um, committed any crimes against our citizens. We just want to know... We just want to talk to him. And find out what's in here. Yes. necessarily hear what you're whispering, so never mind, there is no response for that. Um, We'd like to talk diplomatically, or just have a look around the place. Get out! Your souls will be eaten by the dead here. You will die in discolour among the ruins. Well, two options. Well, two options... And Captain Wood was for the start. We can just turn and go away, um, leave them to it, it for a bit longer, see what happens, or we can go in and poke around and um, see what happens, which is no. likely to start a conflict. And you can actually give me a spot check here because what Tristan's telling you, whoever's casting this crap can see you. Uh, eight. You, however, have no idea where they are. There yep. are innumerable places they could be hiding. Yep. And, and hiding with such a bonus that it would be quite difficult to yeah. see them. But we may not be at war with Hagrokka's kingdom. Um, they certainly haven't demonstrated themselves as friendly to us. If whoever um, lives here wants to stay out, um, I'd say they have to actually tell that, us that in person, not just um, pull off the um, remarkably unconvincing haunt, haunting. So I'm for, I'm for go, at least going in through the archway and having a look around again. Alright. Well, we're coming in now. We just want to talk. You can come out and talk to us. Death will come upon you. We don't want any. We don't want any trouble. And we'll step over the scales. Walk into the courtyard and have a little look around. looking to see whether the thing he wants to do is possible. Oh, yes it is. Oh, that's that's awesome. Okay, so you step foot in the courtyard. Where are you going? Um, uh, at the moment, just moving out into kind of the centre of yep, yep. looking around. Yep, no problem. So you have... I, um, I, I'm sort of endeavouring to provoke a reaction from um, this guy other than haunting us yep. with the silly skulls. As opposed to actively uh, trying... The, the skull follows you, incidentally. Yeah. As soon as you cross the threshold, like, you, it, it's blocking your way now. You yeah. can trivially move it. Yeah. You can feel the force pulling against it if, as you push it to the side. Yeah. And then it follows you around, bobbing up and down. Yeah. This might be more menacing if you hadn't already picked the trick. Yeah. <laughs> but this guy clearly isn't prepared to his, uh, abandon his haunting just so because we're onto him. You have Center Tower... Um, horribly buried tower, mildly ruined tower, uh, one with a new door and one with vines and skulls. Right. Yes. Um, so five choices. Yep. Um, so Although the, the very ruined one obviously doesn't does contain it, yeah, anything yeah. you're going to be able to get to in any hurry. Yep. So um, we'll stand around for a moment. No obvious reaction to us entering the courtyard besides nope. Scully following you. 
Okay. Um, and, and the hissing in your ears. Yeah. It starts increasing in frequency. Now you get out. Rah, 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 yeah. This continues. Um, so um, we'll go head over to the wooden door tower. And in fact, yeah. No. Uh, I don't think this will be working particularly well, but nonetheless. Uh, uh, can you give me a d20 plus your wisdom plus your character level? Ooh! Uh, so, 7, uh, 18. Okay. The, the skull continues to threaten you with a variety of horrible deaths if you if you you know come upon this place and do not flee immediately into the night etc etc uh, whoever's on the other end of this message is actually trying to intimidate you and yeah. failing among other things um, they're taking moderately large penalties now because a their trick is is you know, you've seen through their trick and b they're clearly not prepared to man up and come out and make you leave yeah. Um, because they just proved fungal that, so their um, their chances of success clearly weren't very good. Yeah, it is not particularly difficult to avoid being um, terrorised by them. Yep. All right. So I will take. A look. We will go over to the wooden door. Yep. Uh, the wooden door. Yep. Uh, there is no compelling reaction to this. There is. Um, Tower, this this tower is missing its roof, but there's a lot of overgrowth from the forest canopy over the top, so it's probably comparatively safe and dry inside. Um, and there is this wooden door. We'll try the. Ha- uh, we'll get Tristan to take a look at it, see if it um, looks obviously trapped or anything, and then try the handle. Yep. Uh, of all things, it's actually locked. Um, and the keyhole and the door handle are actually quite low to the ground. Right. Like they're designed for a small-sized creature instead of a medium-sized one. Oh, okay. You can trivially access both just reach down. Yeah. I will crouch down and peer through the keyhole. Uh, you have dark vision, so you can't actually see inside. Um, it looks like a bedroom of some sort. There is small-sized wooden furniture in there. Right. I'm wondering if this was the quick cleans room. He had no key, key on, on him, him, but he had nothing on him. He's clearly yep. being pre-looted. Alright, um, okay. Taking the door apart would be trivial. Yeah, yeah, I'm, um, trying not to break down more doors than I technically have to, at least for the moment. Alright, let's leave this one and try one of the other towers. Okay, uh, so I'm not interested in the... Central um, Tower, skull, skull, skull and Vine Tower, or Mildly Ruined Tower. Because the, um, the Collapsed Tower is pretty collapsed, right? Yeah. Mildly Ruined Tower. Yeah, because you have no method of exploring it, unless you had, like, gaseous form or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Mildly Ruined Tower. Okay, so this one is wide open to the sky. It's roof and interior levels having fallen away some time ago. Um, and... There is basically a little, you know, four-step stone staircase that's still mostly there leading up to it, as there was the other one. Yeah. But this one doesn't have a door, it just has an archway 
if there was a door here, it's long gone at yep. this point. Um, if you wander in, and this should be fairly pitiful. Uh, can you make me a listen check? Uh, three. Can't, no one can say Camel's not giving a thing if yep. So you're looking around, and Tristan says, hang on, just before you go and sort of snags the back of your, your collar. Do you hear something? Listen, that sort of... And, and as he tells you what to listen for, you hear this. <laughs> Little sort of gnawing and scampering noise and things. Uh, and yeah. Tristan literally cannot fail this shit. Uh, it sounds like there's a bunch of rats in there. Lots and lots and lots of them. Oh, well. Shall we go in and take them out, then? Okay. And in you wander... And indeed, there is a series of hideous chittering noises as as you walk inside, basically swarming out and around in this tower. There are hundreds and hundreds of rats. Yep. And you are attacked. Yep. By the rat swarm. Mm-hmm. Yay, swarm. Mm-hmm. I wish you swarm. Mm-hmm. Where are your stats? They're under S for swarm. Right, thank you. Says the hell in her nose. I like swarm. I know how you do. Of course, now I'm going to be really embarrassed if they're not, but I'm pretty sure they are. Yes, they are. Sweet. So, the swarm rushes out towards you, and as you sort of enter the first room of the tower... Uh, two swarms engulf you. Nice. And roll for initiative. 17. I am unsurprised by the rat swarm. Yes. yes. No question of them surprising you. So Tristan beats you on a 20... And I rolled my uh, my good number and everything. Yes, he rolled seventeen as well. Yeah, and he actually has the <laughs> The rat swarm beats you as well on eighteen. That's really annoying. I can't believe I lost initiative on a seventeen. But any consolation, um, I don't do it well on initiative. He rolled, he, he rolled seventeen as well. The rat swarm rolled sixteen. Huh? Cookie in response to this affront.
thwarting you. Uh, you know, here's the swarms. Swarm traits are written elsewhere. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily badly written. It's probably actually the best method of organisation they had, given how complicated it is. But mm-hmm. yeah, and you, as the player, probably already know all the swarm traits anyway. Mm. I'm trying to remember their. Uh, they they just walk over you mm. and damage you automatically. Um, I'm trying to remember the melee damage rules for Yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to remember as well. Uh, swarm is immune to any single target spells. Uh, take bonus damage from splash things. Right, half from slashing and piercing, that's it. Right. Cool, good to know. So Tristan's bow is um, poor but not completely useless. And I will have my flail out. Okay. And so the rats swarm up and over you. Um, because you were walking in pretty much anticipating this, as soon as they start rushing forward, Tristan starts opening fire on them. Yep. Um, and he will, in fact, rapid shot the swarm because mm-hmm. it's a new toy to play with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can't crit them, so that's easy. Uh, and he will hit with both of those. Good stuff. Now this will be a trick here. So this is his arrow damage halved. Yep. So that's three and two. So that becomes four and three. So that is... Right, six damage worth of arrows, mm-hmm. and then the frost that's on it does full damage mm-hmm. to them, even if the arrow is dull. Six and seven for a total of. And as they come through, swarming up towards him, Tristan relatively calmly at this point pulls, produces his bow, and sort of <laughs> snaps off several shots into the swarm. The arrows hit a couple of rats clean on, and there's a little burst of cold and frost that comes off each one that chills a great many more of them, and they start collapsing down. And there is very little of the swarm left. Has a Driftman kills one swarm? Uh, no, he hasn't killed it. He has disabled it. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. But it's one out of two, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Sweet. Mm-hmm. It is, to some extent, probably it. A vaguely proud mark for Kayla. It's a mark of how far he's come that he can quite confidently just destroy these things. Oh, now. yeah. I'm impressed. Kayla uh, will whistle softly under his breath. Nice shooting. And one swarm swarms up over him, and the other one swarms up over you. Tristan takes one damage, and then the swarm eating him dies. Yep. <laughs> As the few rats that manage to climb up on him, he gets a little bit and then just kind of swats them off with ease. And they become isolated rats. Yeah, they become... The swarm goes to minus one and disperses. Yep. And... Ow, it bit me. This 19 on a fortitude save should help. Yep. Tristan takes one damage. Yep. And falls over dead. And you, on the other hand, suffer the terrifying wrath... Of three damage from the swarm. That's pretty bad. And now Make me a fortitude save. That's pretty terrifying. Uh, it is a meager 23. 
Estes are deadly plague rats. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> only by 11. Yeah. Yeah, only by 11. I'll, I'll keep that in mind eventually. What, what is your fortitude save bonus at this point? Seven. Oh, okay, so you can actually fail this. Yeah, yeah, the, um, he's not a particularly heavily fought specs character, because like, I've divided my save bonuses. Yeah. Oh, I knew I'd forgotten something. Well, I didn't, but I just realised I'd forgotten something. Still what defender. Mm-hmm. Reflex X plus two. Plus one four. Mm-hmm. Gotta foil the rat swarm. No, no, I wouldn't do that anyway. I'd move it later if I wanted to do that, but as it is, reflex is unquestionably the thing where it's needed most. And if I'm in a particular, I need to go into the Castle of Enchanters, where it's all enchanting, I may move it around, but for mm. the most part, it's easier just to have it. Yeah, yeah. It's still, even if you never move it around, it's customizable save yeah, bonuses. That's, that's that's pretty, those are it, pretty good. You, you keep it either shoring up your, either making your strongest save awesome or shoring up your weak save. Yeah. And then change it round where you go, oh, if I know I'm going into the fireball chucking mages of death, it all goes into reflex. Okay, so the rat swarm has terrified you. Now it's Kaelin's turn. Yep, Kaelin. bleeding co- from your copious wounds. Yep, I will hit them with my flail. Yep. At least endeavour to do so. Uh, this is not going to be a good day to be a rat swarm because that was a twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it is a meager six damage. The rat swarm's still in it. Yep. Tristan uh, has point blank, so he can fire into melee. Yep. And he, yes, will kill the rat swarm automatically at this point. Yep. <laughs> wow, Kill didn't really even need to be there. <laughs> Tristan, rat killer. His, his minimum damage will kill it. Yeah. So. <laughs> and the rats disperse off, squeaking into the tower. Blimey, kid. That was some great shooting. You're really getting good at that rapid archery stuff. Uh, getting that many, get, really getting good at getting that many arrows off so quickly. He looks at his frost-covered short bow. Well, the, the old man in the market was right. That really was worth all the investment. I mean, did you see the way they just froze there? Yeah, that's that's brilliant. I mean, I just kind of turned down alley and bought the first thing that called to me. But <laughs> really? <laughs> well, he had several things on offer, but but I mean, feel the cold. Isn't that that's sort of just enchanting? It's a great bow, don't get me wrong, but you, you don't want to go to the down to the market with that kind of bowl burning in a honey. Maybe next time I should go down with you. I seem to have managed. Huh? Ah, you did that. Anyway, when I went back to look for that market stall again, I couldn't find the guy. I don't know if you remember that or not. But he he, he joined the Order of the Silver Twilight, went off on their secret business, and came back with a magic crossbow. Uh, ah, yes. And then you couldn't find the guy who had sold it to him. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, the rats are dead. Woohoo! Next comes the Hell Wasp Swarm, because fuck you, good swarms. <laughs> Uh, Hell Wars forms are just party killing machines. Hey, they're an appropriate challenge rating for you now. 
Well, if they are, it's because they're, they're badly... CR, right? If they are, it's because they're badly stabbed. And, and you can probably make the fourth save. <laughs> In any case, so... In any way. Now that the rats are dead, I think it's time to acknowledge that... Um, yep. You have a poke around this tower. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, a couple of minutes of this and it becomes pretty obvious what's in here. Yep. Um, it, it's really no good way to put this. You find a bunch of de-skulled corpses in lengthy states of decomposition. Right, I see. That's why there's hordes of rats in here. Yep. Yeah. They are mostly bones that have been heavily chewed upon. Yeah. But there are a few more fleshy bits in here. Yeah. Um, and none of them have none of them have skulls. There are no skulls in here. Lots of other bones. Man, Corwin would be upset about this. Come to that, I'm not incredibly happy about it my own self. Um these go all over the show in terms of um, what you were looking at, all the way from tiny creatures the size of pixies to large ones. You know, you, you couldn't really begin to guess at what they are at this point, but you'd guess some combination of humanoid, maybe some animals in there as well. Uh, some of these were probably fey. I don't think I like whoever did this very much. Well... Would it have been our quickling friend? I mean, they do kind of have an interest in the macabre. They certainly have a reputation for murder and folk, but they must have been a busy little devil if he's waxed all these. I'm actually wondering if this is our skull-haunty friend. You're, you're talking like several dozen yeah. bodies here as opposed to 10,000. Yeah, but still, still quite a lot of people. On the other hand, um, he came damn close to murdering um, Bryn and I. If... Um, we had got out as quickly as we did. Um, the skull has stopped following you as you come into the tower. It's sort right. of just about halfway out in the courtyard, just kind of floating there. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the quickling that's kind of business that's been taken care of. But I think I would like an explanation. Wouldn't say no to burying these folks, but that would be a couple of days' work at least. Uh, yeah, I certainly think so. Oh. Let's go back outside yeah, th- Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not particularly nice. Yeah, you need back outside. Yep. What's the skull doing? Does it start up? Yeah, yes, as, as you vaguely um, approach, as you vaguely approach its direction, it starts floating. Yeah. And following you again. All right. Um, we'll leave the skull skull vine tower for last and go take a look at the sexual tower. As you start walking towards it, um, can you make me a spot check? Still a 20. Good for him. Kellen got four. There's no denying that... Um, be enough. The, um, there's no denying that the, the, the message of the green yep. belt is... Um, King Kellen, you don't want to cross him. But if you're trying to sneak up on him, go go hard. You can pretty much spot an elephant in place. Where are you, D fours? My lovely D fours. You make me happy when cities are gray. Kill off my enemies with lots of killing. 
Precious D4s, why don't you roll away? You married me. <laughs> I didn't. Think. You knew what you were getting into. I don't think I could have anticipated that, actually. Yeah, so you start walking out of this tower, you start walking back towards, um, pretty much towards the skull. Yeah. As you pass it, um, from somewhere out of the central tower, you don't see exactly, Tristan doesn't see exactly where, but presumably a window or an arrow slit or something somewhere in there, um, comes streaking something and Balls of unnearing magic fire, perchance? Uh, not fire, per se. Um, what appear to be, as you see them hit you, um, sharp little, almost like crocodilian or maybe draconic style teeth, yay, about yay big a piece yep. style thing, made of a fourth energy that strike into you unerringly and go stab, 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 and then all disappear. Yep. So sharp teeth come flying out of the tower. And can you take seven damage? Yes, yes I can. Oh, magic missiles. Yep. Okay. And what's the plan here? Uh, I think having seen that massive pile, massive pile of corpses, rush the tower. Okay. So... see how long it's going to take you. So you have a whopping 40 foot around movement speed essentially if you double, double move. move. Correct. Uh, and if you run you can hit 60 which denies you your decks whether yep. you care or not. I don't care. Okay. So, so one more round of this thing and then you will be in. Sweet. So again, the magic missiles unerringly strike you. Yeah. For ooh, nearly max eleven damage. Ouch! Yep. Step, 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 step. Uh, and can you give me uh, another wisdom check? Uh, twenty-four. Okay. Continue. That's really starting to bug me. <laughs> Maybe I'm just doing it to screw with you. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't put it past you. Okay, we're inside the tower. Okay, so you basically run up to the central tower. Uh, and... Look up. So, this one again has a big inviting... Um, archway with no particular door in it um, and Caleb being the kind of man he is as you run in you will see that the archway here is incredibly delicately filigreed in stone which must be phenomenally hard to do they've literally um, like made little chiseled ropes out of the stone all interweaving around in each other Yeah, which, which must represent a lot of time and effort yeah. and for it to have lasted this long um, and you run inside and as you get under the cover of the tower essentially the barrage yep. of missile teeth stop yep. um, and you are in a room I don't know 
how much you want to stop and look around versus sprint on. You've basically got um, a big staircase going up. A big chamber in here, a big staircase, and a big staircase going up. But... Yeah. Can, can we see anybody immediately obvious within no. the chamber? Then we will head up. Okay. So basically, are you stopping to look around this? At, at, stop, like stop for a round and glance around. Sprint up the stairs immediately, or fully search this chamber. Room. I think stop for a round and look around. Okay. So uh, just to you know, otherwise we have a good chance of missing somebody who might be attacking us. So you will see that the walls of this chamber are covered in um, faded, but actually still coloured on the stone um, pastel frescoes of what appear to be a wide variety of elves engaging in sort of hunting and feasting and dancing and singing and very idealistic sort of stuff. Yep. I think it's it's like a tapestry, but it's drawn directly onto the stone, and it's still sl- relatively coloured, even yeah. after all these years. Um, and your your guess would be that this is some sort of grand hall, like an, an entrance room, um, and then off the side there is this graceful, sort of very elegant filigreed staircase. Um, with the the thing that will strike you as weird about it is there are flowers going up it and not growing up the staircase, but like somebody has kind of delicately placed a bunch of flowers going up the stairs in that sort of rose petals leading to the bedroom style way. Um, hang on. So, is the staircase got a fresco of flowers on it, or are there actual there flowers? There are actual flowers on it. That is deeply bizarre. Yes. Okay. You have seen um, several of these flowers out in the garden, out in the corner. Yeah. So that's where they've come from. Yeah. But somebody has picked them comparatively freshly in the last yeah. couple of days and laid them going up the staircase. Okay. Callum will spend another little bit of time staring at the flowers yep. and then cautiously put his foot on the first stairs to see if the flowers bite him. Because from Callum's perspective. You know, the, the the person who lives in this tower is clearly not a light person, and the only reason you can think of to strew the staircase with flowers is because, of, you know, they're evil, ve- they're evil venomous flowers. Mm-hmm. Okay, speaking of evil venomous flowers. And they are, in fact, evil venomous flowers. They might not be. Why are you looking in the DMG? I'm just looking up, you know. Traps? <laughs> Poison? Or, or something. Oozes? Proposes. <laughs> uh, can you interest in both give me a a save of some capacity? Either will or fortitude, certainly. Mm-hmm. As much. Uh, will save, thank you. Uh, 20. And 23. Okay. So, you rush to the stairs and um, no- it is not actually coming out of the flowers. It is coming... It just kind of appears out of nowhere in the room. Um, as you're running across the stairs... But probably not actually running so much as just double mm. moving at this point. Your pick. Yeah, double moving. Um, moving quickly across the stairs, the room suddenly just goes... Foof, and is filled with this cloying violet mist that swirls up around you and into your mouth and nostrils and eyes. Um... And for a moment, you are convinced that the tower has just crumbled away with great speed, that 
there is a black night overhead, despite the fact you entered in the day, with no moon to see by. Um, it reminds you vaguely of Night in the First World. Um, that the twisted, malignant trees from the courtyard are reaching in. Uh, there is a river of blood behind you, welling up the stairs, threatening to overwhelm you. And for a few moments, you had no idea how to deal with any of this. And then you sort of, you know, cough out some of the mist and think, no, 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 that, that can't be happening. It, it can't be real and shake your head off. And the mist physically remains in the room, but you shake off all of these horrible visions. Sweet. Okay, that's troubling. Yep. All right, I'm going to try climbing the stairs. Yep, you start climbing up the stairs. Uh, Don't desperately want to stay in this room anymore. So, round, two round, Something comes down the stairs towards you. Uh, it appears to be a sort of squat little impish figure made of fire that rolls up towards you. Who's the first one going up the staircase? Me. You could be side by side, technically it is wide enough. Yeah, probably me. Okay. Can you make me a reflex save? Uh, nat 20. Okay. And can you give me another wisdom check? Still fail. This is 18. These are pretty hard wisdom checks. Uh, Tristan finally hits his 30. Sweet. Um, and he is sort of running along a little bit behind you. He says, oh, uh, look out, it's it's a flaming sphere. It'll be, it'll be able to follow you. Uh, you just need to move your feet quick enough and you can get out of the way. I believe you get your evade all together on a reflex save. Um, and then he stops looking and hey... Doesn't that little imp creature look a lot like... Uh, what's his name? Old Sharptooth? That fake god we ousted from the Kobolds? Wait. That little gnome get. Tatuk the Trickster. Oh, good. I don't feel at all conflicted about killing him. <laughs> killing him some. Being a live, burly half-orc man, that can reverberate around the chamber. <laughs> And now you know what you have been missing. Yeah. Uh, this tower is haunted by Tartuk, the kobold shaman who it escaped you in the all, first book. It all, it all did all seem a bit Just familiar. a touch familiar? Yeah. Kind of fake monsters Haunting, and gods yeah, and hauntings yeah. and things? Yep. I enjoyed that very much. Yep, I can see why. Get out. Fuck off, don't come and kill me again. Yep. No, that's cool. I'm happy to have found Tartuk. I think I know who killed the quickly. Yes, the, the magic missiles, of course, were sharp teeth. Yes, yes, they were. Yes, it's obvious now. Yes, but I'm feeling clever. So. Yes, you ran out to feel clever, sweetie. That was well done. Alright, and continue to, continue to double run. move up the stairs? Continue to double move up the stairs. Okay, so, sorry, this is a um, fairly convoluted... Yes, yes, I can, I can see why... Yes, because we don't actually know that Tartuk's the only guy up here. Okay. Uh, the fire chases you. The flaming sharp tooth imp gets another round of chasing you. Yep. So one more reflex save. Yep. Uh, that one wasn't as good as the 11. Uh, that will fail. Yep. So fire, fire sharp teeth dances under your feet for a minute and burns you for a whopping three damage. Yep. 
So we still can't see Tartuk? No. Because that spell's only got 100 foot range. Yes. Um, and Tristan's with parts around. I mean, he must be able to see us to direct it. Yeah. But you cannot see him. Okay. Okay, so we're moving up as as we continue moving up the stairs. Yeah. Uh, Tristan sort of, uh, unless he's invisible. I was wondering about that. And then you realise, of course, you have actually seen him turn invisible before the first time you ran into him. Yeah. He had a bunch of illusions. Uh, if he had flaming spears and magic missiles, he didn't chuck them at you the first yeah. time. He had illusions, ventriloquism, that unseen servant, but he had invisibility because he disappeared and left the cave that way. Hmm. Alright. Then, I know what I want to do. What do you want to do? Um, go back downstairs. Okay. And as I, I want to, um, there's only one door to this tower, right? Uh, the mist has disappeared. Cool. Like, like it goes away after about ten to two, yeah. two rounds, effectively. Yeah. There is only one entrance into this tower. Yes. Cool. Um, I'm going to. Um, unless there's another way up, up through the roof. Yeah. I'm going to get my own bars. <laughs> yep. And I'm going to block this door. He can move. I'm going to plant the iron bars firmly in it. He can move them, but he'll have to actually make noises and stuff. It it may take you a few rounds to do this. Yeah. He's still got the flaming sphere chasing you. Right, he's still got the flaming sphere chasing us? Yes. What's the duration on it? No, I will not know that. What Tristan does, though. Right. One round level. Right. So it could be a... Could, could be, be a good couple of rounds. Yeah. It's just, I don't want him to... Uh, Alright, give me a moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want him to just spend all the spells on us, fuck off, and come back to... Yep. Um... So this is essentially a double-wide staircase you're on, where climbing down the outside would be um, doable, not stunningly difficult. Yeah. Tristan has no particularly useful spells in the Elk of Invisibility Purges and things. That's what I figured. Um, the... Okay, so can I get an assessment? How many rounds would it take to block the door? Um... So what have you got for this portcullis? Basically some big... Serious iron bars. Like half a dozen... A half a dozen to a... Half a dozen of them, essentially. So my conception was to plant them firmly in the ground and yeah. make a fence. It wouldn't be... Yeah, tri- it wouldn't be able to actually restrain him... No, but... ...very easily because the escape artist DC would be fairly trivial. Yeah. But you'd see the, the bars being... Yeah. Moving. On the other hand, the, the only thing that would avail you for is you know that he's gone through the bars and gone outside. Yeah. At which point he's outside. Yeah. Admittedly, there's more undergrowth around there that would move as he brushes through it and things. Yeah. It, it doesn't strike me as a terribly efficient method of tracking him. No, no, that's all right. No, that's all right. Caitlin has this thought, and then we continue going up the stairs. Caitlin has this thought, rejects it, and we continue going up the stairs. Um... So Tristan can tell you that invisibility is a minute per level and that he can't cast attack spells 
um, after having put his invisibility up. So he must have cast the flaming spear beforehand. Right. Because at this course. point he's no longer casting it, he's just driving it. Yeah. Tartuk is a rules lawyer. Yeah. That's a clever um that's a clever trap, but I've forgotten the invisibility attack spells thing that doesn't. But make he, you he feel can't better. keep huffing magic missiles away from you, so yeah. many of his options will disappear while doing this. Yeah. So one thing you could do is just stand in the doorway yourselves and wait it out. Yeah. Um, he will reappear after several minutes, presumably. Yeah. Um, or not, depending on how many invisibility spells he's got or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think for the moment we will keep heading up. Okay. See what's in the tower. Okay, so you don't turn around and go down. You yep. Get most of the way up the stairs and keep going up. Yep. Um, and you hear... Ah, uh, yes. The only mutual language they share. Uh, you will hear Tartuk's squeaky little voice speaking in Taldane. Yeah. All things. Um, he, can you roll me a listen check? Where is he? Uh, eight. Somewhere. Yeah. You hear his squeaky little voice coming out from somewhere. My lady, help me! <laughs> And you continue to move up the stairs. Yep. And these stairs end basically... So down below you can see there's clearly a room above the stairs are going to. Because there's a ceiling. And therefore a floor style of thing. So you head up the stairs. They curve round. They come out in a circular room that is quite fascinating. Um, it has big wide windows um, draped with hanging vines um, that... Offer views out into the courtyard below you. Um, the funny part is you didn't see them from the outside, you just saw stone. Um, although the one thing you have seen on the way out that you didn't really see is from the inside it's much easier to see there are arrow slits going up the staircase that are part covered by vines. That's probably where he was chucking magic missiles out of. Yeah. Because magic missile arrow slits is an awesome combination. <laughs> Um, in here, however, you've got these big windows that are looking down onto the courtyard that apparently only work one way or yeah. something. Um, same uh, overhead, there is a skylight showing you off the sky. Um, the walls in here are covered with these lovely um, nature motifs, and the trail of flowers heads up and then heads into this big double bed that is covered in flower petals up in here. Really incongruous with yeah. the mad kobolds and the skulls and everything else. Um, and there is a woman here sitting on the bed, her legs you know, gracefully crossed over each other, um, who looks like an elven woman with sort of just perfection, you know, alabaster skin, golden hair... Emerald green eyes, wearing a very loose, sort of flowing white gown, just tied at the waist with a simple red scarf kind of thing. And she looks up at you and gives you a very beguiling smile as you come running in, weapons and armor out and all the rest of it. And she will speak to you in Elven first. And if there is no sign of understanding, she switches to Teldane. Alright, so, um, Kaelin looks at her fairly blankly, not speaking Elvin. Tristram probably does? Yes. 
Yes. Yes. That's it. That's it. His first language slot was yeah. Elven. Mm-hmm. Well, I could know it was Sylvan. But, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Elven was a close second. Yeah. Um, and can you both make will saves? Yep, I thought that was coming in here somewhere. It's been awesomely hilarious times to plug. Uh, but not going to happen. 23. Yeah. Uh, you feel a slight tingle against your mind as you enter the room. Yep. Um, some sort of mental effect. Yep. Um, and the woman sort of sits on the bed, does the um, does the very basic instinct style. Ah, oh, she unfolds her mm-hmm. legs. Mm-hmm. You've never actually seen the movie, have you? No. No. Any, anyway, has her legs, you know, crossed yep. over each other allurely, un- unfolds them, you know, leaving just enough to the imagination style of thing. Yeah. And then, Anna Shalaya says to you and Elwyn, and then as you look blankly at her, she switches to tell them, welcome to my home. Gives a humble bow, big yeah. eyeful. Camera gets a big eyeful of cleavage. Yeah. And behind you, the fiery sharp tooth chases you up the stairs and disappears. Yep. As it hits the just as, about as it hits the door of the room. Yeah. The, the entrance to the room. There's no door. Yeah. And she smiles at you. Hello. How pleasant to see you. It is so rare that I have visitors coming to my tower, let alone such bold heroes. Uh-huh. Uh, hello, man. She smiles. My detect magic effect is a regular spell, isn't it? Yes. Uh, I need to actually cast it with Hujimis. Yes. Just, just, okay, that's fine. Oh, wait, no, it isn't, because it has no um, armor check failure penalty or anything. So no, it works like the paladin to take evil. You look at things. Cool. Although it won't tell you if she's um, inherently a magical creature. No. It only tells you about active spell effects she. But if, she, if that's not really what she looks like, Correct. then then she'd resonate illusion magic, Correct. right? Cool. Kaelin kicks off his detect magic, and in a couple of rounds, we'll be able to tell things. Uh, so I'll have to look up how this works. Caelan feels he's being lied to. That's his best means of... (laughs) Yeah, awesome. So you then make spellcraft checks to try and determine what schools of magic you're looking at. Oh, yeah, okay, that's going to be... Among other things, however, if it's illusions, then I would give you a will save, you interact with them, but if you fail the will save, you don't detect the illusion magic, because otherwise it renders detect magic able to beat any illusion effortlessly. Yes, yes, that makes good Um, sense. So there is a magical aura about her. Yeah. First round, you get that. Yeah. And she smiles at you and says please you have come a long way into the forest this old and dusty ruin what have you come for what may I do for you uh well maybe we could start with names I'm Caelan this is Tristan what's your name I have been here for so long. I am called only the Dancing Lady. And 
And why have you been here such a long time? I am... She sort of sighs and looks slightly sad and has that sort of perfect movie face where as she tears up slightly, you know, it doesn't disrupt any of the non-makeup or any of that kind of thing. She looks like the sort of woman who could cry all day and then fall in a river and still come out looking more or less perfect. Yeah. Uh, Alas, I am held captive here. First by... First by... First by a quickling. Now by a strange purple creature. I've been waiting for some hoping against hope for some bold heroes to come and rescue me. Alright. Sense motive? Go for it. She probably has really good bluff, but uh, that's a 20. Uh, you receive no further information from the I thought she had your own conclusions. Yep. Yeah. I think she's lying her ass off. It could be diplomacy as well, though. Yeah. She's rolling something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she... That's my conclusion. Mm-hmm. I see. For... That little chap Tarkot was yelling, Mistress, help me, as he ran up the stairs. My lady, help me. My lady, help me. Who was he talking to? I imagine that he was speaking to me. He has bought me several gifts. And she sort of waves generally at the array of flowers yeah. getting up into the bed. In the hopes, no doubt, of being able to have his way with him. He looks, you know, very delicately yeah. horrified at the prospect. Yeah. And, um... Don't mean to be rude and all. Don't mean to be rude in that, ma'am, but not. Yeah, no. It doesn't really matter, does it? No, our business is with Tartok. Um, we want to try and track him down. And Tristan at this point succeeds in a knowledge nature check and fails his wisdom check to not point out what he's just what he's just worked out. Yeah. Go for him. And he looks at her in another moment um, and and sort of says to you, Wait, wait, Kaylin, maybe we should help this woman. I mean if she's an elf, she could have been up here for long enough to again. No, you're not, are you? You're merely elven life. Oh, I know, I know. You're a Baoban Sith. And she... Her eyes flicker and go cat-like, and they literally narrow to slits. And where there was this enticing smile before, there are now two little, very small, vampiric fangs emerging from her teeth. Uh... And Tristan's Oh, 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 um, Kaylin, uh, uh, run away, 
or, or don't let her dance or something and she starts to rise up from the bed yeah and that is where we go to initiative and troubles yes alright shall we call that a nice dramatic conclusion to, to step out on by all means because it's um, getting quite late Caitlin Tristan versus the dancing lady yeah. and Tartuk if he's here 